Hey guys, welcome to Holistically You. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'll be here to share my nice and sometimes not so nice human experiences. Let's get comfortable sharing our ups, downs, and everything in between and continue to make meaning out of the parts that make us whole. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Holistically You. You are tuning in to a morning voice. Of course, I'm going to be 100% transparent (laughs) with you all. I rolled out of bed this morning and was meant to release a podcast this week with an awesome guest, but I got my second vaccine this week and it knocked me on my ass and wasn't able to record that podcast episode and, of course, in all honesty, because that's what we're here to do, I am going through some heartbreak right now. And so I took some time this week for myself. And just a small reminder to anyone who's going through anything, really, whether it's, you know, uh, whether you're sick, like physically sick, or you're, you know, a little emotional, or something's going on in your personal life, it is so important to take the time for ourselves to nurture ourselves and especially in this cancer season what I'm beginning to learn about myself as the crab as the cancer is that we do have this like really tough exterior in the way that we present ourselves to the world but we are so soft (laughs) we're so damn soft and The thing is, it's like cancer represents the mother, right? The nurturer. So we have to really mother and nurture ourselves because at the end of the day, no one else is going to do it for us. And I think it's important to note that not just during cancer season or during the month of, you know, July, but throughout our little trials and tribulations, or as I like to say, ebbs and flows of life, it's important. It is almost imperative in my opinion to always come back to the self. What do I need? You know, what is my soul craving right now? What What is it that I need to get through this day? So in complete honesty, on Wednesday. That was a full day in bed for me, guys. I have not done that in ages. Yes, I was feeling like crap from my shot, but I also felt like a freaking truck ran over my heart. And I was like, I can't do life today. Period. Full stop. I don't want to eat. I don't want to drink water. (laughs) I don't want to journal. I just want to feel my feels. And I posted something on Instagram and someone responded like, thank you, I really needed this today. And it was basically just like, when we force ourselves to show up in the world because we're like, oh, well, I need to do this and I have to do that. And because like society kind of puts that on us that we have to be go, go, go all the time, we are 
truly living in opposition to what our bodies, our hearts, our minds, our souls require in that moment. If if we are, you know, undergoing some sort of tension or trying to work through some trauma or healing. And I just think that what why do we do that to ourselves? You know, it, it's such a huge disservice because you know, for the maybe one day that you need to take to reground yourself and and recenter and and really reconnect with yourself, then every day gets a little bit easier. But forcing yourself through that moment of I just can't life today, I can't do life today, that creates this like, you know, domino effect of I don't know, emotional breakdowns to come for, you know, for days or weeks to come. And I just feel like, why do we do that? No one is looking at us and saying, get out of bed, you know, stop wallowing, stop, you know. If people truly understand your process and the way that you are able to work through the things that occur to you in your life, then they'll know. You know, not everybody, first of all, not everyone is going to have the privilege of knowing every detail of your life. But those who do, it's because you made a conscious decision to, you know, give them that seat at your table. And they're the ones who are going to really understand. You know, it's it's nice to always get the care and the concern from the people that you know, are the closest to us, but the understanding from them that, hey, this is part of my process right now and I'll reach out to you when I'm ready, man, I think that's even more powerful. I think it's beautiful. So in a nutshell, it's been a week, but that's okay because we're human and we have weeks and days and moments in our lives where we really got to pick ourselves back up. So I am coming at you this morning with a little bit of morning voice. (laughs) How do you like it? (laughs) And a little bit of heartbreak and a lot of perspective on redirection. I was thinking, you know, as I was lying in bed, what can I bring? What 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 am I feeling called to bring to my listeners this morning? And I had posted something on my Instagram page this week that was you know, rejection is protection. And and I I'm pretty sure I've said that on this podcast more than once. But I also mentioned that rejection and redirection are interchangeable. And here's the reason why. Because rejection is kind of like that word that you're like, oof, it's a little it's 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 a little aggressive. You know, sometimes some people feel like, you know, rejection is a terrible feeling to be rejected either by a person or a job or a family member or I don't know, a program, you know, like when we get rejected from a university program or something that we're applying to. It's not a good feeling. So if rejection is not the word that you want to use, well, then let's focus on redirection. And I bet 
you that you, as you're listening to this, can at least peg one moment, if not way more, but let's peg one moment in your life where you were forced to be, to, to be redirected. Whether that was in your personal or your professional life, whether you, you know, in your relationships, whatever it was. I can definitely think of like 20. (laughs) I can definitely think in this year alone, how many times I've been forced into redirection. But I think the perspective shift comes with understanding that what is meant for us will not miss us. And so if something is energetically missing us, like if it is very obviously being like, no, 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 this is, you know, this is not happening for you right now. I think it's important to sit back and, you know, it's fine to wallow. It's, it, you know, we're human. I think we can give ourselves permission to do that. But I think then what part of the process is to come out of that and really be able to continue to build without breaking down is why did that happen to me? What, what was part of that whole process that maybe wasn't meant for me? I'm thinking right now in terms of two things. You know, I'm thinking in terms of my professional life, which was a little bit of an interesting situation this year, and my personal life and my relationships. Since November of 2020, or actually summer of 20, let's actually go for a year, okay? A year to the day. It is July 2nd. Happy July, everybody, by the way. Yay, it's my birthday soon. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you know, if I go an exact year to year, like last year looked so different for me. Last year, I was in a relationship that I thought was it for me. But also, I think (laughs) to the day, maybe, or a few days from now, I found out that that guy was cheating on me. For the first time, because I found out again in August that it continued. So like, and I stayed. I stayed with that person because my self-worth was so low. And I was like, well, if it's not going to be you, who the hell else is it going to be? You check all the boxes on paper. Like, let's just like, I don't know, maybe I'll stuff this down a little bit because everything else makes sense. Who knows? But... Year to year now, I'm looking. That was my situation last year in July. And I started a major, major, major healing journey holistically, right? With uh, my naturopath visits, my acupuncture visits, visits, my detoxing, um, a a little bit also of a spiritual journey for me uh, commenced then. And I mean, my spirituality, definitely I tapped into it when I was away, especially traveling through places like Bali and India and Sri Lanka and just connecting with people in nature and mindsets that I, I, I hadn't you know, been privy to for, you know, my whole life up until then. And so I started this whole process and, and during that breakup was that whole breakup in November of 2020 or October, excuse me, of 2020 was a huge catalyst for me to recognizing that, you know, I, I needed to change. This was an Amanda thing. Of course, 
the cheating and the betrayal and the lies and the deceit, they don't help. But staying doesn't help either. You know, being on my hands and knees begging someone to stay with me who literally does not even deserve an ounce. What's less than an ounce? I don't know. I don't even really know what an ounce is. Anyways, whatever. Sorry. (laughs) Being with someone who doesn't even deserve an ounce of what I can offer and begging him to stay with me. That was a low point for me, you guys. And I was forced this year or very recently to actually apply everything I had been working on. And this is where the redirection comes in. Life is going to throw these curveballs at you, right? Nothing usually very little in our lives goes off without a, a, a like completely without a hitch, right? Like it's it's very rare that we're able to say like, "Oh, okay, yeah, my life is perfect." Well, if it is, like I want to know what you're on because <laughs> uh, give me some. But it's very rare that we are able to yeah, to just live a flawless life. And so the redirection where you're forced to look at that fork or that crossroads and you're like, imagine it had gone this way, but it didn't. What was I being saved from? What was I being forced to look inward at and say, this needs healing, this needs fixing, you know, you need to address this before you're able to show up as the best version of yourself for the thing that really is meant for you. And do we know what that is? Fuck no. I don't know what that is. You know, every single day, I, I, I wish I could sit here and say to you like, yes, all of the plans and everything that I've ever imagined for myself is, you know, coming to fruition flawlessly. It's not. It comes with it comes with hardship. And my, you know, one of my more recent podcasts was about that. That ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. That redirection aspect of our lives forces us to sit with ourselves and say, hey, clearly whatever that was or whoever that was, was not meant for me. And so I'm finding myself, like I said, year to year now in a position where I've been forced to look at the broken, very, very broken, shattered parts of myself and my self-worth. And I had to rebuild. And I rebuilt to a point where I can say openly on this podcast to all of you listening that I am so goddamn proud of how I, I showed up in my most recent romantic endeavor, it doesn't mean I'm not heartbroken that it ended. No, I am. <laughs> I'm going to be very honest with you guys about that. But I'm so proud of the way I showed up because I honored myself every step of the way. And it wasn't easy. And let me tell you, at every single fork or crossroads in my life, I haven't done that. 
I haven't been able to take a, a you know, a, a slightly objective stance of my life and say, okay, if this didn't work out, it's protect the universe is protecting me in some way. I cannot wait to have my friend Whitney on this show, and that's going to happen very soon. Whitney, if you're listening to this, let's set it up. My friend Whitney was the first person to say rejection is protection to me, and I, and I couldn't understand it. It's when I was going through this breakup in Dubai, you know, a long, long distance uh, breakup. And I was like, how am I being protected? I'm alone again. I'm by myself, you know, like da 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 da. You know, just going through the whole list of woe is me, woe is me, woe is me. But really and truly, the universe was protecting me because that person wasn't for me. And had I stayed with that person, I wouldn't have experienced all of the beautiful things that I experienced over there. I would have been living with one foot in Montreal and one foot in Dubai. And that kind of haphazard style of living isn't what I'm meant to be doing. I'm meant to be that two feet in kid experiencing everything at its fullest and really and truly enjoying everything that's in front of me. And in that relationship, I wouldn't have been able to. In that relationship, I wouldn't have met the man that I ended up spending three years with in Dubai and experiencing places like South Africa and Thailand and climbing Mount Kilimanjaro and Ireland and and London. You know, everything is meant in its own time and its own place. And sometimes it is so hard to sit here and think, What's meant for me will not miss me. This too shall pass. All of these little sentences and these little adages that were like, well, you know, like we didn't come up with these for no reason, you know. I I think that we're smart as a human race here. But it's very tough to tap into those moments. And the funny thing was that recently, this week, as I came home, absolutely shattered from yet another heartbreak, crying in the entrance of my apartment building. I actually said out loud to myself, through tears, rejection is protection. Redirection is protection. And I think I said it about three or four times. And then I had an intuitive ping to finish a conversation with this person. And I did. And it's like those words in that moment gave me strength. And it was a reminder to continue to honor myself the way that I've learned to through every single redirection in my life. And in its, you know, complexity and and deep, deep sadness, it was kind of beautiful. And... I'm trying to keep it together right now. I think I'm doing a pretty good job. It's probably because I'm tired. (laughs) But I just remember thinking to myself, wow, how far have I come that I'm able to let those small words empower me and be able to reflect on, you know, whatever it is the past two months of my life. I remember also having, you know, these, these moments as I was living overseas where certain things didn't work out and, and I was learning so much about myself and I was like, 
no, but if I want to take steps forward in my professional career, like why isn't this working out? And trying to force and force something that just wasn't meant for me. I wasn't meant to work and like I could not thrive in a toxic work environment. I could not be um, undermined by the people that I worked with, with the team that I was supposed to be leading. I wasn't meant for it and it wasn't meant for me. But I tried to make it work and I remember it was a two-year contract that I had signed and four months in, I was emaciated, exhausted, depressed. I couldn't even do my laundry. And I just remember thinking like, it's okay, Amanda, stick it out. Stick it out. You can do this. You're stronger than this is tough. But holy hell, who are we doing this for? It sure, it sure isn't ourselves because that's not, it's not helping us in any way. It's not allowing us to grow in any way. When I think back on that, on that redirection, that complete like forced pivot in my life, it was tough. It was a very hard decision for me to let go of that thing that would have really I don't know, set me apart, you know, in, for future jobs or put me in a position of leadership that I had so been craving. But that leadership, the way that I was expected to lead was not the leadership with integrity that I had always imagined I would um, step into. It, it just wasn't that. It was so far from that that I was like, of course, of course the universe shoved me out of that place so quickly and, you know, kind of aggressively (laughs) because it wasn't meant for me. Sit and think about all of the tiny rejections or redirections, tiny or big, doesn't matter, in your life. And think of what came after that. And it, it doesn't have to be immediately. It could be, you know, a week, two weeks, two months, two years after that. When you think about where you are now versus where you could have potentially been, you know, when I think about it, it'll be, it will be two whole years that I'm back from the Middle East this year. I got back in 2019, yeah, 2019 to 2020, 2020 to 2021. I mean, a year of that was pandemic. That's a hell of a redirection for the entire collective, but that will be another conversation for another day. Um, you know, it'll be two years that I'm home. And I, and I thought about this the other day that I originally wanted to move overseas when I was fresh out of university. So I was, what, 20? I graduated in 2012. It's 2021. Yeah. So I was, what, 24? Guys, I can't do math. (laughs) And, you know, whether it was 23, 24 years old, hovering around that age, I was in a relationship with someone who said, well, if you leave, we're over. And I had a house with him and I, and I, oh, and I was like, well, okay, now I'm, again, at a fork, at a crossroads. Do I stay? Do I go? Do I let go of this relationship? That redirection in my thought process of, you know what, it's okay, Amanda, like, eventually you'll go. Eventually. I think that saved me in some way because 
had I left at that age with that pressure and that, you know, heaviness surrounding the end of a a relationship I thought was for me, I would have been a very different person overseas. I think I would have been closed off. And I don't think I would have learned half of the stuff that I learned when I was over there. Again, one foot here, one foot there. I would have spent more time mourning and grieving the relationship than I would have spent, you know, actually enjoying my life. Whereas leaving two and a half years after that relationship really helped me to, to heal those parts of myself. And again, that was surrounding betrayal, dishonesty, all of those things. It was like the catalyst that I needed to say, hey girl, you're about to step into your fucking power. So let's do this. Start, you know, whatever it was. I started dating somebody um, who then not only completely opposed the thought, the mindset of if you leave, we're done, was like, where are you going so that if this works out, I can come and visit you. And I was remember, I remember him saying that on our first date. And I was like, holy hell, like what a, what a shift. Again, that redirection, whether it was conscious or subconscious, voluntary or involuntary, the fact that something in my intuition was like, Amanda, now is not the time. That redirection allowed me to leave with peace, with support, with this, with this positive, like almost like think of like, you know, when they take them, the bottle and they break it and then the ship sails away, (laughs) you know, like that's how I felt that I was able to leave without any strings, any of this, these, this animosity or these, these negative strings attached to the people and the places that, that I was leaving here. So again, I'm able to reflect on that now. And I think that the hardest part is getting here. Because guys, this was how long ago? I mean, this was in 2015. It's been six years. I'm going to repeat that. It's been six years that I am truly piecing together the redirections and rejections of my life that have brought me to where I am today. And I'm not going to lie. I thought I'd be somewhere different today. You know, in your 20s, you think, in my 30s, I'm going to have my white picket fence life. I'm going to, you know, have my husband and my kids. And some people do. And like, yay! (laughs) So happy for you. (laughs) That wasn't my trajectory that wasn't my path and in many ways I'm grateful for where I am right now because this is where I'm meant to be I'm meant to be renting my little three and a half apartment that you know I love and and work to make my own and made beautiful memories and with friends with partners with family you know I'm meant to be figuring my life out at almost 33 years old. This is truly what I'm meant to be doing, figuring my life out. Because I do not function well 
without challenge. I said this to somebody the other day, and I don't remember who it was or even what the center of the conversation was. There was wine involved. Okay, enough said. But I remember saying exactly that. I have a hard time not pushing myself outside of my comfort zone. Next year for me, next academic year, the professional year, looks scary as all hell because it's the unknown, because a lot of things are still in the air. I was redirected so many times in the past freaking three months in my professional life that I had to sit down and say, holy, this wasn't meant for you then. This wasn't, this opportunity wasn't meant for you. This position wasn't meant for you because you're meant for something greater or you are meant to like, like (laughs) Plato create something beautiful out of the mess that just happened to you and you can do that because you're a badass bitch (laughs) and I'm laughing you guys because this is the shit that I say to myself on a daily basis through tears through screaming through you know journaling I, I I'm pretty sure I wrote this the other day in my journal like you are a badass bitch and you can get through this If the redirection and rejections in my life have taught me anything, because I am able to sit here today after having a panic attack in my car yesterday and needing to pull over to the side of the road and take about 18 minutes by the time, 18 or 25 minutes, I don't remember, by the time I opened up my eyes to look at the time, I took all that time just to breathe and it scared the hell out of me. And I'm sitting here today talking to you about this because I am 1% stronger today or in this specific moment than I was yesterday. I'm doing okay. And I urge you to think with the same, you know, sort of approach. If you got out of bed, if you've been struggling and you got out of bed this morning and you didn't cry you're doing okay. You're 1% better than you were yesterday. And I'm pretty sure I mentioned that in one of my podcasts, one of my earlier podcasts as well. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to close my computer, put this all together, write in my journal and have a total meltdown. That's not what this means. But it means that these tiny breakthroughs and realizations that come from the pivots, the redirections, the rejections in our lives. All of those tiny breakthroughs make you who you are and give you the experience in your life that you require to step into your power and become the best, most authentic, true, and strongest version of yourself. And that is a promise that I'm making to you. I know you guys can't see me right now, but I literally have my hands in prayer. (laughs) I'm like preaching to my microphone. (laughs) I promise to you that if you give yourself the time and the opportunity to reflect, cry through it, scream through it. I don't care. My panic attack started yesterday because I screamed at the top of my lungs at the, you know, in the car. And screaming, by the way, is an excellent release for anyone who's wondering. 
it's a release, but it like cracks your chest open and you're like, oh shit, okay, <laughs> okay, it's happening, <laughs> you know? And here I am, you know, that, that introspection, that release, I promise you some good is going to come from it. The rejections, and I think, I think a lot right now especially is hanging on my romantic life, which is a shit show. <laughs> That's not funny. But laugh or you're going to cry, right? A lot of it is coming based from that because I've taken those as rejections for so long. That in my professional life. I'm so used to being... <clears throat> Not perfect, I hate using that word, but I guess, yeah, I've, I've put that little plague of perfection on myself for a very long time, especially throughout school, my schooling, my elementary, all the way up to my university degree. And that type of pressure that we put on ourselves can eat us alive, right? I always want to be the person who thrives in the relationship, the person who you know, can can make it work no matter what. But when I think of the moments where, you know, like my father said the other day, I don't understand, honey, you can't catch a break. There's got to be a reason for it. Because what I just experienced, half of the time I cried because of it, you know, the emotional intensity that it that, that it was or as that's how it showed up in my life but the other half of the time I was like I cannot believe how much I've grown and my therapist said this to me the other day too and I'll just share this with you guys because y'all are my besties and I tell you everything um you know I started seeing her last August so it's again almost a year and she goes Amanda the amount of growth that I see in you, the amount of strength and how you've applied everything that we've talked about, how you've applied, you know, all of the lessons that you've learned in all of your little, the, the little rejections in your life, the redirections for, you know, if we want to use that interchangeably. She goes, I it's insane. Like in a good way, I'm sitting in front of you, like applauding you in a sense, you know? And that was really special for me because when the words come out of my mouth, I care about you, but I care about me more and first. Oh, like mind blown. I never thought that I would ever utter those words to someone for fear that they would run away and just be like, well, fuck you then, you know, like you don't give a shit about me. Bye. Okay, but then that that rejection or that redirection would have been welcome because if you don't understand that I am my first priority and that my happiness and joy comes from within and it builds every single day. A little, a little bit more through all of my experiences. If you don't understand that and you don't respect that about me, then kindly move along. And that wasn't this experience. This experience was, you know, the other person says, I see you, I hear you, I respect 
that you come first for you. But the emotional availability isn't there on the other end. So I can come out of this finally saying, I did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. I honored myself the entire way. And if I can leave you guys with anything today, it is exactly that. Your little redirections, your little, you know, your rejections. Let's just call them that for just a quick second. They are going to teach you how to love yourself, how to set your boundaries, how to really understand your worth. And it doesn't happen overnight, but it does happen. And it is that moment where you're going to sit down and you're going to say, holy cow, I've come a long way. I've been protected by every single little redirection or rejection in my life. And I am grateful. I am grateful for all of the hardship, for the tribulations, for all of the trials, because they brought me to where I am today. And I'm saying that because it's damn true for myself. And that's what I wish for each and every one of you listening to this podcast today, or at a later date, of course. So I'm going to leave you guys with a quote from Esther T. Esther T. <laughs> on the Moon Omens, my, one of my favorite accounts to follow on, on Instagram. I have so many saved ones. And then as I go in, I realize I actually saved the same thing twice. It's like a different design on a different page. And I was like, oh, clearly I needed that at that moment. And Esther T., I, I always manage to save her quotes because I just find they're amazing. But this one definitely you know, has to do with this notion of redirection and rejection and everything that I've been talking about today. The way you allowed others to treat you in the past is no longer going to work at this point of your journey. Let it be known that your boundaries are alive and well. Don't hesitate to remind those who like to conveniently forget, including yourself, by the way. (laughs) The right ones will appreciate your light in its entirety. The wrong ones will only want small fragments of it. Be firm when standing up for your worth. The universe designed you to be strong enough to make the hard choices that your soul needs in the long run. Determining who has access to your energy and who doesn't is where your real power lives. You are a gift that isn't meant to be opened by everyone. Say one last goodbye to the old you and get ready to reintroduce yourself to the world. The days of you settling for less are officially behind you. And I am saying this to myself as I sign off with you guys today. I am saying goodbye to the old me. This redirection that just occurred in my life is teaching me that the old me The one that didn't know my worth, the one that never stepped up and honored myself, the one that never put myself first in any circumstance in my life, she is gone. It's like I just put her, I I put her to rest. And I'm so excited 
and of course shit scared, but mostly excited for the next phase, for the next, this rebirth, this phoenix to just rise. I'm so excited and I'm so blessed and grateful to be able to bring you all on this journey with me. And so with that, I'm so looking forward to the summer. It is vacation. I wish you all the best. I'm sending you so much love and light. Stay humble, friends. And I'll see you next week for my birthday episode. Bye.